it's been jumping around. Woo! I don't know. It's just, yeah. <laughs> That's, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, th- okay, honestly, this feels a little bit weird because we're recording on a Tuesday at your place, and I'm so used to, you know, Fridays at mine, right? Mm-hmm. I actually, I was meaning to ask, um, because, oh, wait. Oh, I probably shouldn't say... Mm. Wait. Mm. Let's start a new segment. Boop, boop, boop. Okay, I don't know. Hello, guys. Hi! Welcome to Two Girls in a Theory, episode six. Yeah. I'm Dara. I'm Bridge. And today, yes, we're talking Princess Diana's assassination. Uh, allegedly, allegedly, we should start saying allegedly a lot. Wait, because th- oh. that's that's the conspiracy theory is that she was assassinated, not that it was. Bitch, this whole time, I thought she was really. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, she really thought my girl really thought. <laughs> I really did think that, guys. It's okay. It's okay. Okay. I I mean, a lot of people in the world do, so you're not alone. Um, But no, it's it's not. Um, She was not assassinated, allegedly. Okay. That's. We should just change the name of the podcast to Alleged Theories. Allegedly, (laughs) (laughs) two girls allegedly, and an alleged podcast theory. (laughs) Like, (laughs) well, before we get started. Yes. Uh, I just have to say... Ooh, we have announcements. Okay. That a listener, also my brother, uh, brought up a topic from last week. Mm. Our Area 51 conspiracy. Oh, okay. Right. Apparently, there was a guy named Bob Lazar, and he was known as the first whistleblower for Area 51. Oh, okay. And uh, apparently, he has... Lots of interviews and stuff about how he reverse engineered a UFO. So if you guys have not listened to last week, or I guess two weeks ago now. Yeah, I think We took a mental health day last week, guys. Yeah, we did. And and we can do that. Yeah. And you guys should too. And we feel great now. We do. So. Well. Well. All things considered. (laughs) (laughs) We feel better than we did. Right. (laughs) All things considered. Yeah. Uh. So, if you haven't checked out Area 51's episode, now that you've heard that little snippet, maybe you will. You guys can backtrack with these episodes. They're in no particular order. Yeah. So, um, I think that'd be really cool anyway. Yeah. But, yeah. So, that's just the little snippet that I needed to bring up. Right. All right. Okay. Let's talk. Let's talk. Let's get our pseudo mic figured out i'm sorry i do this all the time i fidget with our sh- <sighs> yeah we're at my house this time so we're trying to figure it out and we've had this ghetto set up for a month <laughs> now and you know we're saving money so that we can get um actual equipment actual equipment yes uh anyway all right so let's get into it yep Princess Diana. Uh, she was born in 1961, July 1st, 1961, in Norfolk. And she received the title Lady Diana in 1975 when her father inherited the earldom. 
Don't ask me what that is. I don't know the difference between anything. Anyway, her, <laughs> her father was Earl Spencer, and her parents divorced when she was young, and her father won custody of the children. So all in all, um, Diana had two older sisters and a younger brother. And by the way, that like clickety clacking, that's, that's, that's my dog. Yeah. That's ginger. That <laughs> we have hardwood floors, so you'll hear her clickety clack, do a lot of random mo- motions. Clickety clack. Anyway. Oh, oh, I don't know if you could hear that. But, um, <laughs> she's going to town on water. Stay hydrated, babe. <laughs> she's going to town. On water. Anyway, I lost my place. Um, oh, right. She had <laughs> she had two older sisters growing up and a younger brother, and Diana was known for her shyness growing up. She's a very quiet, very shy, reserved young lady. She loved music and dancing, and Diana loved children, and she loved working with them, hence her humanitarian efforts around the world, um, always involved helping the kids. Such a kind lady. Um, And she began working with children eventually. Um, Diana, after attending finishing school in Switzerland, became an assistant at the Young England Kindergarten. And this was the beginning of her humanitarian influences. Okay, so she began dating Prince Charles, heir to the Windsor throne in 1977. Mm. By the way... um, if you are interested, there's a show on Netflix called The Crown. I have been obsessed with that show since last year when I like first discovered it. It is it it's so fucking good. <laughs> Period. It's just so good. Anyway, um like if if you want to learn more about the royal family. This woman is fucking clickety-clacking. I know. <laughs> I just thought it was so cute because clickety-clack, clickety-clack, clickety-clack. It's so funny, though. I'm not mad. Oh. I just think it's cute because then you're going to hear it in the recording and then <laughs> and then you're going to hear clack, 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 clack. It's because Corey's supposed to be home soon and she uh, knows it. Okay. So she's just pacing. She's getting antsy. Bridget's going to grab Ginger real fast. I guess I can continue on. Um, Where did I leave off? Okay. So she began dating Prince Charles, heir to the throne, in 1977. He was 13 years older than she was. Yeah. So they apparently first met when Diana was a child who used to play with Charles's younger siblings, who were um, Princes Andrew and Edward. So while they courted which in American terms is dated. (laughs) Charles became the center of attention in the media because Charles and Diana made um, such an odd couple between their age difference and just who they were as people, their personalities. Neither of them being together made any sense. So the media was like... Oh my God, look at the weird bizarreness of these two people. I don't even know. I must be mocking the queen. And if she ever listens, if she ever listens to our podcast and she hears me mocking her, we're fucking done. We're, 
she will just deem us she'll just eradicate us from the face of the fucking universe i don't even care if that ever happens though i think we would have made it (laughs) right Right, right, and then that would just bring us more fame. <laughs> I think, anyway, I think that's the reverse psychology of it, so go ahead, Queen Elizabeth. <laughs> go ahead. Um, uh, so on February 6th, 1981, Charles proposed to Diana, and on July 29th of the same year, they were married. What is it, February, March, April, May, June, July? That's five months. It only took five months to plan this wedding. But y'all, you need to understand, they had money in five months to prepare this wedding where, okay, you know what? Let's just get into the details of their fucking wedding. So their wedding was in St. Paul's Cathedral. 2,650 guests attended. This wedding was planned in five months and 2,650 guests were there. And her dress, okay, we didn't even get into her dress yet. It was extraordinary because it was made of taffeta with silk, antique lace with 10,000 pearls. 10,000! Wait, what's taffeta? Because that sounds like a cheese. Taffeta is a material. It's like, um, remember when you tried on your dress? Okay, so when you tried on your dress, it the taffeta was like this, um, I believe it's like that chiffon kind of material. Oh. It was, uh, it's not soft by any means, but it's like, it adds more fluff to the okay. dress. Yeah, that, that was, that was Diana's, Prin- Princess, Lady Diana, I don't know what to call her anymore. Diana. Yes, ma'am, <laughs> ma'am, that was ma'am's dress. <laughs> Ma'am, ma'am. That was Diana's dress. It was beautiful. Um, And her tiara was a Spencer family tiara. It was, and um, she she also had a 25 foot long veil. Good Lord. 25 feet, 25 feet long was her veil, which also acted as her train which also might have acted as the runner for the fucking cathedral. I don't even know anymore. But it was 25 feet long, 10,000 pearls, my guy. Like, yeah, it was, uh, was, yeah. Wow. She barely fit her dress in the carriage with with just the whole getup. It took her three and a half minutes to walk down the aisle because of all of that. Yeah. And St. Paul's Cathedral is ginormous. I'm going to look it up. I want to see how big it is. It's it's huge. So to make it down that aisle in three and a half minutes, though, good on her. Because, my God. Um, So soon after they got married, they got busy. (laughs) Um, Prince William was born June 21st, 1982. And then Prince Henry... That's actually Harry's real name. He was born September 15th, 1984. So throughout their marriage, there was visible discomfort between Diana and Charles. Um, Like I said earlier, the media had a lot of their attention on them because of how odd they were Mm -hmm. as a couple, just because their personalities seemed like it would clash. So when 
they got married, um, after just five years into their marriage, their incompatibility and their age difference started getting in the way yeah, of the relationship. Yeah, I see why. Yeah. At 13 years, you're over a decade older than... You can't... I don't imagine you'd have that much in common. No. Because you were 13 when she was just outside of her mother's vagina. Oh, big yikes. <laughs> Oh, big yikes. Let's think about it that way. Yeah, you were a baby when he was just then a teenager. Charles actually cheated on Diana with... (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Excuse me? Charles... So what happened was Charles was previously in a relationship with a woman named Camilla Parker Bowles. Uh Uh-huh. Camilla was actually the love of his life, but his family did not, absolutely did not want anything to do with her They did not want her in the family. They did not want her being associated with Charles in any way whatsoever. So anything that the queen said would go, obviously. So Charles was was torn, couldn't, you know, be with this woman, couldn't marry her, but was still in love with her. So he thought, okay, well, I know Diana and... I looked up a picture of him, guys. Yeah. (laughs) You could just tell that they're not comfortable with each other. No. Um, but, like... So, yeah, he cheated on her. And, um... Mm. Well, it's so funny, because in my notes I have... Charles would cheat on Diana with some hoe... <laughs> <laughs> named Camilla Parker Bowles. And... Uh, I also looked up a picture of her. Again. Did Diana. you? Diana. So, you know, Charles is cheating on her, so Diana said, Fuck you, I'm gonna cheat on you, too. She did. Oh, good. She later had an affair with... Um, a man named Major James Hewitt, who was the family's riding instructor. Ooh. Oh. <laughs> Sounds a little sexual. It's like, well, I ain't gonna ride you, but I'm gonna learn how to with someone else. We're gonna just cut this whole fucking thing out. So I'm gonna start over. <laughs> so Charles was cheating on Diana with a woman named Camilla Parker Bowles. And Diana would later also have her own affair with a man named Major James Hewitt, who was the family's Horse riding instructor. Let's start. Let's let's. Get, they're equestrians. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So in 1987. <laughs> oh fuck. <laughs> I can't with you. <laughs> I can't with myself. Like, when can I? I like, <sighs> okay. So in 1987. <laughs> The press started to notice their problems, not just how fucking weird they look together. Um, The media would later expose their affairs in 1992 in a book written by Andrew Morton. So this guy just basically has the job I want, just to be nosy as fuck about the royal family and expose them Mm. and their teeth. In this book, Diana also expressed her... (laughs) Oh, God, no. Okay, let's get all that out of the way, because now it's getting real morbid and real serious, so. <laughs> no, for real, this next part is, like, is oh, okay. really, yeah, I yeah. Thought you, I thought you meant, like, your thoughts, and I'm like, damn, Dara, what is going on here? Just all my thoughts on English people and their, yeah. God, we're gonna have to, like, re-record you're this. You're gonna have to edit. Like, I'm gonna edit so everything. You're gonna Oh you're gonna listen back to this and be like why did i say that yeah i think i will right yeah um that's really bad of me i mean um, that's how i was <sighs> okay we got it all out we did okay so you said it gets a little sassy a little a little morbid it does so in 1987 
Um, that's when the press started noticing their problems. It came to light after a book was written about it by Andrew Morton. Not about their their problems specifically, but just their marriage in general. So in this book, Andrew Morton was able to um, interview Diana, and Diana expressed her suicidal tendencies and her general unhappiness, okay. just being married to Charles and being part of the royal family. Um, Charles' parents would, you know, king and queen, or I'm sorry, duke and queen, because he's not actually king. Oh. Did you know that? No. He, uh, fuck is his name? Well, anyway. I know nothing about the royal family. I only know what I know from the crown, from that show. I only know that everyone believes Queen Elizabeth is a reptilian. That's all I know. Okay, well, (laughs) well, the queen threw her back out this week, apparently, and, uh... I don't know that reptiles can do that. The, the, the queen, let's just go with the queen. <laughs> um, she would later get involved in their marriage and try to reconcile the, their differences, but her getting involved just made things worse for Diana, who was already having growing anxieties and depression about what her life had become, obviously. So on November 1995, there was an interview that Diana was a part of, that was broadcasted, and in it she talked about hers and Charles's affairs, and she spoke openly about her depression and her suicidal thoughts and rampant bulimia and self-mutilation on her arms and legs. Wow. True icon, honestly. Um, For coming out and for Right, for being so open uh about her mental health and her... um, body dysmorphia i guess you could say yeah her eating disorders yeah um she she was like yeah i went through this it was hell and i'm gonna be open about it that's what i went through props to her for being so brave and open about Mm. that especially as um someone who was part of the royal family Clickety clack, clickety clack. I told clickety. you she'll follow him around all night. <laughs> it's, it's cute though. So <clears throat> she spoke openly about everything she was going through. Um, and then biographers, they began to speculate that she had, page flip, she had that interview. Oh, I'm sorry, she had bipolar disorder. Oh, really? Yeah. They, they started. Um, so was that confirmed or was that just speculated? It was all to, it was a smear campaign against Diana. Yeah, because they didn't, after she came out with all of, you know, her depression and anxieties about her affair and everything, they were like, I don't think she's even fit to be a wife or a mother. And I believe the the people were, that, you know, heard about this, um, I guess like royal press or whatever, they would say things like, oh, we believe that she's bipolar. We believe that she has this uh, um, irreconcilable mental illness that should not run in the family. And it might be affecting the, the, um, the heirs to the throne, like her children. Mm. I mean, they, they went so far to say these things about her and just smear her name everywhere. It's fucked up. Mm. Sounds familiar. Didn't they do that to Megan too? <sighs> yeah, that's what they're doing to Megan because she's black. Yep. Yeah. That's, you know. Mm. Sounds familiar. Yeah. Very. But for Kate, you know, Prince William's wife, Mm -hmm. no. 
None whatsoever. Everything is fine. She's yeah. beautiful. She wears these dresses so well. She produces such handsome, wonderful, beautiful airs. But for Meghan Markle, it's, oh my fucking God, how fucking dare you bring any kind of melanin to this family? Anyway, so that anyway in, that interview that Diana had, uh, that she did, that was broadcasted on the BBC, that was the final straw for the crown. So on December 20th of the same year, Buckingham Palace announced letters that the Queen wrote to Diana saying, hey, basically saying, you know, um, get the fuck out of my family. This is bullshit. I, I, can't, I can't do this anymore. You're, you're ruining my good image and my good name. Do this for queen and country. That's not actually what she wrote, but y'all can Google it. Anyway, so obviously that led to divorce. There was a lot of meddling with their marriage but with um, the queen and the duke. And Charles was also just like, you know what? I've had it. Like, I don't want to deal with this shit. I've been cheating on her anyway, so I might as well just, you know what? Fuck it. So after the divorce, Princess Diana dated a British-Pakistani um, heart surgeon who was considered who was considered the love of her life. Like, if you... Um, there was a, 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 I think a documentary or there were interviews of her friends talking about Diana posthumously, um, and about this man that she dated. And they all said like, that man was the love of her life. She was so happy. Every time she talked about him, she would light up. Um, she truly and deeply cared for this man. Like it was nothing, it was like night and day between Charles and, um, I didn't get his name, but it was night and day between this British Pakistani uh, heart surgeon. Oh, his name is Hosnet Khan. Oh, right. Okay. He was a doctor. Yes. Yes. That's him. Um, however, their relationship ended in 1997 and within a month after that breakup, Diana started dating a man named uh, Dodi Fayed, who is now we're in the most like important part of her life because this is leading up to her death. So that summer of 1997, Fayed invited Diana to visit his family in the south of France. How romantic. Yeah, sounds nice. It's so romantic. Um, decided to um, invite her and, and the family to the south of France to visit his family. where And he bought a 60-meter, multi-million pound, because we're in England, uh, yacht to entertain Diana and her sons. Oh. I wish. <laughs> That's it. I wish. Fucking wish. Anyway. So, in midnight... I'll take you in France. Oh, thank you. I'll rent you a yacht. Oh, my God. You hear that, Corey? I'm Corey's over there shaking his head <laughs> saying, no. He's like, he's like pissed <laughs> at me. He wants me to fucking leave. All right. <laughs> we'll just speed record this real fast. <laughs> it's because I'm Offering to take you to Paris. Before your husband. Oh my god. I feel special. No, no comment. All right. <clears throat> He's just worried about the macaroni right now. He's, okay. I'm getting some of that, by the way. We're recording around dinner time, too, so this is why food is on my mind. <laughs> so, they all had fun in the south of France, um, got to meet. Dodi Fayette's family, Prince William and Harry, were just having a blast. But that would all come to an end. So on midnight of August 31st, 1997, Princess Diana dies in a car crash in Paris. 
That day, they had been vacationing in the French Riviera and had arrived in, uh, what did I write? Oh, in Paris. <laughs> Sorry. They had arrived in Paris the day before, so they were staying at the Ritz Hotel that night, but intended to go to Dodie's apartment. So when they left the hotel, they were immediately swarmed by paparazzi and the paparazzi and motorcycles who were just aggressively fought, like tailing. Yeah. yeah. Tailing their car. Like paparazzi does. Like they do, right. Um, they just continued to tail them. So then after three minutes of driving, their driver lost control and crashed into a pillar um, at the entrance of a tunnel. So Dodie and the driver were pronounced dead at the scene, but Diana was rushed to the hospital, but was declared dead at 6 a.m. the next day. Or 6 a.m. August 31st. I guess that fought, yeah, that same day. Right, right, because it was midnight on the 31st. So, yeah. <clears throat> so they, you know, they did what they could, rushed her to the hospital, died 6 a.m., mm-hmm. unfortunately. Um, and that is the life of Princess Diana. So... Uh, what are we here for? We're here for theories. Theories. We're here for the theories. So here's one that's just racist in nature. Oh. Because, you know, you have to be, right? Oh, Oh, no. No, you fucking don't have to be racist! Sorry, I get real passionate about, about that. Anyway, so this one theory just is completely racist. I'm just gonna get that out there. Okay. It suggests that Diana was assassinated... And the reason why is because at the time of her death, when she was rushed to the hospital, apparently the doctor, apparently, allegedly, okay, they said that she was pregnant with Dodi Fayed's child. Yeah. But he's a Muslim man. And there was no way in hell, apparently, at the time, allegedly, that, (laughs) I have to keep saying these things, that they would ever allow the mother of the, the two princes, the heirs to the throne... To be married to a Muslim man and carry his child. That it just wasn't gonna happen. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. And at the time, there was like rumors that Diana would marry Dodi Fayed and be the wife of a Muslim man. And in the in the eyes of the royal family and the press, they were like, oh my god, this is blasphemy. So, um, yeah. Uh, apparently they they it was like an inside job to assassinate Diana because she was pregnant. And I, I don't even, I feel disgusting just saying that. It just, you know, yeah, yeah absolutely. I don't, I don't even like that theory. I don't believe that one. I don't believe it one bit. I don't like it one bit. I feel disgusting saying it, regurgitating the information that I found online about it. No. <clears throat> No. Okay. Moving on. So another theory says that Diana um, said in private that she believes um, efforts would be made to arrange for her to be in a car crash. Uh, this comes from evidence of a conversation she had with her lawyer and, a, and his uh, private secretary. And her, and her attorney made note of what she said. So there's a theory... That says she also, or there's a theory that says Charles could not marry Camilla Parker Bowles if Diana was in the picture. So uh, that's what made <clears throat> Diana believe, you know, oh, they're, they're arranging to take me out. And that way Charles could marry that woman he's been cheating on me with. 
It's it's really just terrible. Like why? That sucks. Yeah. Um, and then there's a theory that her driver was an informant for the Secret Service, and that the Secret Service was involved in her death. Again, this is kind of going back to that really terrible racist theory that they just didn't want her yeah. being alive, married yeah. to a Muslim man, carrying his baby. That so. And, you know, okay. So at first I said that I don't believe that theory. That smells good. Do you want some? There's Sorry. some over there. Oh, no, you're fine. I'm, I'm fine. Thank you. Um, Sorry, I was saying that smells good to Bridget's macaroni and cheese. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Gotta clarify that. Um, <laughs> I was going to say that I don't believe that. Yeah. However... What was it? You said the 70s? 80s? Uh, she died in 97. She, 97. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I, I would believe that, com- considering ju- that just this past few years they treated Megan like that. Oh, God. I mean, they haven't killed her, thankfully, but... Let's hope that never happens. No, ever. <laughs> ever. Ever. Um, but they were disowned. Yeah, well, uh, I, I think I think he disowned himself though. I think he said, "Hey, right, right. If you don't accept her, then I'm out of here." Exactly, right. Uh, Prince Harry was like, "I don't want to be part of this if you don't want anything to do with my yeah. wife." Yeah, yeah, and I was like, "Good on you for." Uh, I know. Yeah, I don't I even just... know anything about the royal family, but I I kept up with that. Yeah, I I was really. I was just really sad for the fact that Megan had to be treated the way that she was. She did not have to go through that. She did not have to endure. And they did not have to do another smear campaign for her. That's the part that really... They just started so many rumors. They just said so many things that were not true. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, it led up to that. And I don't blame them for wanting nothing to do with the family, the titles, the money. He said no to the money. He was like, no, I don't need that. Yeah. It's, no. So, I don't, I don't want to believe that it was a racial thing. I don't want to believe that But at the same time, I wouldn't be too surprised. Right, exactly. Like, I don't want to believe that theory. However, if that were the most prominent theory, yeah, I'd believe it. Yeah. For Um, sure. And also, as, as far as theories go, Mm -hmm. you know I can get behind a a good solid theory. Some yeah. of them aren't even solid, but they're fun to <laughs> fun to back up. Yeah. Um, this one does just kind of sound like an accident. It was, yeah. I mean, okay. The but, sad part about it is the fact that there were these theories that declared the family racist. <laughs> That's sad. But when you actually, you know, you do the research, you look at the the accident, the photos of the accident, the way that things happen, the trajectory of the events, it unfortunately was just an accident. A very tragic, mm-hmm. devastating accident. Because it was the world's loss. Mm-hmm. Just, yeah. Mm. Um, did you have any other theories um, concerning Princess Diana's death? I don't think so. I think I wrote down... Mainly that last one. Mm-hmm. All I have that I did not hear mm-hmm. go over was that the CIA was actually investigating uh, Princess Diana. 
Mm, okay. They were hired. I'm assuming this is an assumption. <laughs> um, I'm assuming by the royal family because mm-hmm. of her being with a Muslim man. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was just to kind of keep tabs on her. Okay, right. So the theory is that they believed that the crash was a setup by the CIA, just like the theory of Kennedy's assassination being part of ah, CIA. Okay. So after further investigation, the CIA did have 39 documents that were related mm-hmm. to Princess Diana. However, none of them were actually related to the way she died. Well, damn. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so in, in conclusion, all in all, the verdict states that her death was due to just negligent, negligent driving and the driver was carelessly under the influence. Hmm. I think that was actually another theory was that their driver was, was DUI. Uh, apparently that was a real thing. Oh, it maybe. It wasn't a theory. Okay, I'll have to... At, I'll... Least, at least that's what... Whatever article I read was saying. Okay. Google's not always 100% right. <laughs> right. <laughs> I will, yeah, I'll double check into that and then make a note of it in our next episode in case we are wrong. But, mm-hmm. so, yeah, that's just, don't quote us 100%, guys. We, I mean, we do our research. We're learning just like you guys are. We, you know, we're learning the differences between a credible and incredible source. And, you know, it, it's, it's taking some time. But don't, don't hang on our every word. Yeah. That's, that's what I'll say. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's very tragic. Um, like I said, it's the world's loss. Diana was just this wonderful human being with so much kindness. Yeah, I do think it's weird, though, that she did state to her attorney how she felt like she would die in a car accident. Yeah, I mean... (sighs) I do find that weird. Because, like, I... Yeah. I think we all have those days where we're like, oh, if I died... I bet it would be this way. Like, right. that would just make the most logical sense. Right. But the way she was dealing with her depression and a supposedly bipolar... Mm-hmm. I, I don't see how a car crash would be her... The, the main reason. exit, yeah. Right, like the main reason for her Death. dying. Or, yeah. Yeah. It just... Yeah, it doesn't add up to have to say... To her attorney, no less, right? Like, of all people you could be saying this to, but then, of all things you could be saying, you know, you thinking that her... That the family would be arranging for a car accident for for her to just be taken out of the picture. Yeah. It's a lot. And then she ends up dying that way? That does seem a little... Ironic and a little too on the nose. Uh-huh. Yeah. There's, there's a lot to unpack there, I, I'm sure. But, I mean, only way we would know is if we actually got to talk to Diana. Well, but let's just pull out a Ouija board. I'm kidding. Let's not. not. We I'm don't kidding. do Ouija boards. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. We don't do Ouija boards. Okay. And go. Not in my new house. <laughs> not in anyone's house. New, old, abandoned, whatever the fuck. Nope. We don't do that shit. Abandoned. <laughs> Abandoned, right. Yeah, no. We don't do it in anyone's house, in a library, in a cafe, in a fucking... I don't, in a park. I did no. it once. I did it one time. Oh, God. Um, nothing happened. Okay. I was... It was at my mom and dad's house, and listeners, my mom and dad's house was haunted, okay? Oh, God. You can ask anybody that lived there. It was haunted. Yeah. So... 
I was 13. My mom's one rule growing up was to never bring in a Ouija board. 13-year-old me brought in a Ouija board through my rebellious stage was like, <laughs> "Ooh, Ouija board." Right. So, yeah, nothing happened. I did forget to say goodbye. And I had some scary dreams, like super scary nightmares. Like there were definitely stuff at the foot of my bed, and my mom had to cleanse the house a few times. It was yeah, it was crazy. Um Ooh. Yeah, it was it was pretty crazy. But I didn't even tell my mom until like I don't know, maybe maybe five, six years later, whenever I was eighteen, so I knew she couldn't do anything about it. Yeah. So <laughs> oh I God. I told her and she was so offended. <laughs> she was pretty much like that was my one request. Like she was offended. Yeah. <laughs> she was she was like, that was my one request that you don't bring that shit in here. Right. <laughs> and here I am. <laughs> I know. Here's Bridget just bringing up a Ouija board. <laughs> Opening portals to hell and shit. Yeah. <laughs> and my mom believed that a lot of scary movies were portals too. My mom. So she believed the same. Ooh, excuse me, had the hiccup. So she wouldn't watch like a lot of scary movies like The Exorcist. Oh. Well, The Exorcist, she said, was the scariest movie she's ever seen believable um absolutely she didn't like any she wouldn't watch any of the like conjuring insidious stuff like that Mm. i did finally talk her into insidious because it's not really about possession yeah yeah it's Um, not more like dreams but more like like out of body experiences or like astral projection yeah yeah it's still scary though yeah (laughs) still terrifying absolutely that's this week's episode tell us what you think um join us next week for reptilians yeah isn't that interesting queen elizabeth Uh, Mm. and i thought i was the one (laughs) i'm just saying well she's gonna be coming up in the next episode oh is she oh yeah that's gonna be your your, that's your baby this is you're taking over that episode this next week yeah yeah i gotta do a lot of research i have some people sending me videos and stuff shit all right yeah go for it i'm excited okay all right guys well thanks for joining us we will see you or hear from you you'll hear from us next Mm -hmm. week um you can find us on all the things Facebook, Instagram, nope, not Instagram yet. Fuck. Uh, Patreon.com slash TGAAT podcast, Twitter, TGAAT podcast. Email us, TGAAT podcast at gmail.com. Yeah, email us with any stories you think would be good for maybe in the next seasons ahead. Yeah. Um, email us what you think about Princess Diana. Think she was assassinated? Think it was an accident? But who knows? Let well, us, yeah, let us know what you think. Um, and we are, can I just say, can I tell them about the top bonus episode? Yes, we can do that. Okay, so we are doing bonus episodes. Um, but the caveat is bonus episodes are only for patrons. Yes. So. Again, that that address is patreon.com slash T-G-A-A-T podcast. Um, go and check out all the uh, membership levels. Our most popular is a $5 level. Totally, mm-hmm. totally cool. We appreciate it. Yeah. Every little bit helps. 
Um, but you get access to bonus content. We are going to start recording bonus episodes after Thanksgiving. Um, we're and they really excited. Are, they're raw. Yes. Very, very little editing. And the editing is only if we just go way off topic somehow. Sure. You know, if 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 we just, if we're way over time and we're, we start to lose you at like the 50 minute mark. That kind of thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's very raw, uncut basically um and only patrons are the only patrons getting these clips right only patrons have access to it so um yeah consider consider joining consider being a patron Mm -hmm. um i will give you just one topic but i'm not going to go into detail of what it is Mm. i did mention it briefly a few episodes ago Mm mm-hmm one of the topics will be the quantum immortality theory. I'm really excited for that. And if you guys thought the simulation theory blew your mind, just wait until I get you on that one. But again, you have to be a patron to hear it. Yes. All right. Well, if that doesn't get y'all excited, get you get you going. Get you going. <laughs> <laughs> then I don't know what will. Okay. Well, I'm going to stop yelling at our All right, guys. Now. Uh... Friendly reminder, don't be racist. Love who you love. Yes. Catch you next week. All right. Bye. Bye.